0: How the hell is she the damn guest and she ain't gonna be answering the damn phone, y'all? <laughs> I can't even do the interview because she's not even answering the phone. Why wow, she gonna be all late? She's gonna be late for all her own funeral. My
1: bad. I have me with the red room. Nah. You... <laughs> oh God. I
0: ain't gonna mess with you today. <laughs> I <laughs> had to meeting in the latest room. Girl, you had to drop the brows off at the Super Bowl. They're about all the time to go make it to the Super
1: Bowl. And they had to go out. They had to catch
0: up with the rest of them. We're going some blows. We're gonna see some
1: friends and we're gonna see some foes. Gonna be the PMs,
0: get learning from these holes. Just be ready for whatever you know how this shit go We got to make some paper. You say that every song, but where did I lie? Y'all, this is on Fracture Podcast. I'm your host, amadis and did you hear the inside the news that our podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts? Yes, Apple podcast Spotify, and Anchor. Go over, subscribe, like, send it out to a couple people. Man, just do whatever you can just to get the message out. Today we have a special guest. Tell them who you are, auntie.
1: I am Chris Absalom. My nickname is Justin. How oh. y'all doing? Not like that blue, blue. Oh,
0: hell no. I <laughs> <laughs> guy said blue, blue? What? what is the blue, blue for? Tell them about the blue, blue, auntie.
1: I am a part of a turtle organization. And um, it's, a, for, uh, tur- it's an organization that we build communities and help part- We build build partnerships and we volunteer in different communities by serving our community
0: okay 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 IT now what I want you to do is tell them how long have you been in the child care field
1: I've been in the childcare field for about almost 40 years maybe 45 I started out as a pit worker children.
0: okay So what are you currently doing?
1: Right now, I'm currently, um, relaxing and I really want to work, but I had to stop working back in 2011. I was diagnosed with appendicitis. I couldn't eat nothing. I was throwing up. So I went there and then, um, they sent me back home, they said it was just a bug. But then when I went back when they when I went back again, it was emergency surgery. They had to hurry up and save my life. I stopped breathing, they brought me back. So, um, it's a blessing for me to be here.
0: Oh, how many degrees do you have?
1: I have three.
0: Three. And what all those degrees is, Auntie?
1: I have a well, let me start off. I have a certification air child group from non technical college. I have a diploma in early childhood education from a non technical college. I have a associate in social education, and from a um technical college, I have a bachelor of science, social science from Mercer University, and I have a master's in human human resource management from Australia. Of
0: okay. course. Okay, so I'm going to tell you um, what this is actually about because I know that you're kind of like, oh, what is this? Um, this is basically trying to get you to a place of um, being productive, more so. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've watched you over the years, Auntie, and the stuff you've been able to accomplish is, um, is incredible. I mean, for... Um, from the things that i know about you you understand so i want to encourage you today in order to get back into your passion like you don't have to be in the office um Mm -hmm. you can still encourage kids you know i'm saying from virtually you know i'm saying Mm because everything is going towards the virtual world so i mean and over that time i got a chance to know you and to love you and just to see the kind of um how driven you are um with the charisma that you have um but I also seen the fact of where you were to a certain degree to where you are now and I'm like this is not Chris mm-hmm. because I know you so well and I know how driven you are and I know how like well spoken you are so mm-hmm. it kind of like breaks my heart to a certain extent to to see you um to see you where you are now. And I just don't want you to get to a point that you allow anything to stop you Uh, because you could have allowed a lot of things to stop you at this point, but I Mm -hmm. feel like you kept pushing and that takes Mm -hmm. a lot of courage. That take a lot of strength in order to do it when you had nobody really to push you to do the Mm -hmm. things you did. Um, So, I mean... Uh,
1: I'm going to reflect on what you said mm -hmm. and which is true. Um, it was, right now I find myself, mm, within the last three years, I've been a little off track. I've been a little off balance. I'm really now being able to kind of get myself back in motion, not where I need to be, because I really have so lot. I really have. I just, and I think I kind of gave up on some things. Why? I stopped dressing, I stopped. But well,
0: why though? You, were, are I, you going? Were you like depressed or something? Auntie?
1: I think I was. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I've I've been in, you know, you can be you in depression in like a and not know you in
0: depression. hmm
1: And that's what what's going on. And I really see it now. More than I'm, ever. Like trying to by myself, and I'm able to see things, and I'm I'm talking to God and I'm reflecting. Yeah, I I am on the stage and I'm I'm praying. And I actually said, I gotta get myself to where I need to be.
0: You got to, Auntie. Because at the same time, you have so, like, never think that you're too old. And that's what the Mm -hmm. the point I had to come to is not Mm -hmm. thinking I'm too old in order to involve and to recreate myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Mm -hmm. that is one of the reasons why I'm like, dang, this is so many people need to hear these messages to Mm -hmm. understand, like, when they're really going through something. Because sometimes you're not able just to automatically identify it. When I was going through the yeah. pressure auntie, I wasn't able to identify that. I was just like, okay, cool. Because you I'm like, I know I'm not myself, but mm-hmm. we was not brought up in a culture where we was taught to heal. I know my grandmother, mm-hmm. she talked about, you know what I'm saying, the Lord and church and all that kind of stuff. But far as in the healing portion, like we didn't do a lot of that. It was just like, okay, cool. We're gonna pray about it. And sometimes mm-hmm. you may need prayer and a therapist, or sometimes you may need to really talk to somebody. And so that way you can talk to them with no judgment versus mm-hmm. you talking to somebody. And the first thing, like, well, well, the Bible says, and and I mean, mm-hmm. to me personally, mm-hmm. it it is like it's something to go it's certain to reference to. But I feel mm-hmm. like it shouldn't be the overall conversation every time you have a conversation with somebody. Well, you know, in the Bible, you like, I don't really want to hear that all the time. Like, I want to just hear, like, some real stuff that can help me. And so. Think, mm-hmm.
1: Go ahead, Auntie. I, I think in our culture, uh, I'm just going to say for me, um, me going through what I went through, it's a lot to do with I came out of a. I was was already probably depressed in the relationship. Yeah. But just want to feel like, okay, some man is better than no man, but Mm. no no woman ever needs to be in that that situation. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of things I took because I probably felt at the time. You couldn't do any better? Yeah, I did at the time. Well, this is the best I could do. Nobody's going to probably want me because, you know what I'm saying, I I endured. 17 years of um, alcoholic, um, like mental, not physical, but mental abuse. For you know, people talking to you and might like saying things out of character that you don't need to hear. Uh, for you, you, you're looking for a partner to build you up, but at the same time, you got a partner that's the, tearing you down tear you and down. Then you trying to still help them. You know, I'm just gonna stay where you, you should have walked away, but you did. But uh, it took me. Seventeen years. Mm-hmm. No, ain't shame because ain't nobody perfect. Everybody
0: honest, go everybody and go and through stuff. And,
1: that.
0: and there's a lot it of situations where you should have walked away or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes we we kinda give people it's the benefit come, of the yeah. doubt. And just it, like if it get passion. better. Yeah, and even yeah. like if it get better, so let's just stay in a little bit while longer. Not knowing I mean, that it's gonna still go on this downhill spiral that's gonna cause you to like you to suffer more trauma.
1: But the thing about that was what happened with me, I would never forget this day. I was sitting in my house. I just got off of work. I was really, really tired. I had a big old purple chair. Everybody, that was my big baby. And she told me.
0: Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, I
1: was sitting in that chair. <laughs> and it was a spray of sun. And I, that, was, that was the Lord. Came over me. And I said, I'm not taking this no more. Mm-hmm. But it still was a practice yeah. because I, I started in September and I kept saying, you're going to have to find somewhere to go. October, it was the same thing. You're going to find somewhere to go. November, I had that same speech all the way to, it was December the 31st. I said, no more. I said, come on, walk with me. And we walked to the rent office and we separated the lease. And we separated right then. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an easy separation because I had to end, end up having to leave off the property. It was just a whole drama, a whole getting ties flat, mm-hmm. Bringing ties, uh, $8,000, eight, nine $9,000 worth of damage to my car, all that. At the end of the day, another was the more. Yep. I had to walk away. And so Thank God I walked away with my life. Yeah, because it went a whole different
0: way. And I can remember like me, me like witnessing that whole situation, and I was Mm -hmm. just telling my mama like I was like, "Mom, Auntie Chris ain't smiling the same, mom. Like Mm -hmm. she ain't the same person." Like I can remember you being like I remember you always being very vibrant, like full of life and all that kind of stuff. No matter no matter your size, like it was always like good energy, like period. And so when I started seeing, like, you started being, like, in the house a lot more and all that kind of stuff. And that's when I started seeing, like, the weight that you was gaining out of stress, like, continually mm-hmm. to to just pour on to you, just pour on to you. Until the point, like, you did feel like he was the only thing. Because I remember my mama talking to you, like, Chris, you need to leave that, Chris. But it's like mm-hmm. when you've been in, some, in this system or with this person so long, it's just like mm-hmm. you just become complacent and just like, you know what? I mean, it ain't it ain't perfect. Ain't nobody's situation perfect, but this is where I'm going to stay in. So, and I want you to go to the point, like, just explain, like, you have this infamous um, prom picture. And I was telling my mom, I was like, look at auntie, man. Auntie was scrotting her stuff, man. Auntie with that shit. And so, t- so I just want you to go, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was the, like, when you look at that picture, like, what is the feeling that it revokes when you look at that picture?
1: That picture give me life. Because mm-hmm. I was vibrant. I, I have always been a jolly person. I think within the last few years, I, I lost something. I think when I left out of that relationship, it took a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. And I was never the same. Not saying that, if something happened, and I, I, I'm trying to get it back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, uh, but that picture, I was. Ooh, you couldn't tell me. You couldn't I, tell
0: you nothing. I was. the
1: <laughs> thing. And, and, and I still was even when I gained weight. I oh thought, yeah, for sure. I was the thing. Yeah. But I've been looking like. I know this not me and, and people that know me in the past know this not oh me. i know that's
0: not you because Yo, i remember you didn't I let did no nigga talk to you any to kind of way hell. you don't know they about to handle you you always know. had to make sure like you was fresh like mm-hmm. your hair was done you and my mama and oh. i was like dang like that's auntie and it was like yes. this whole culture when you're around your sister and that y'all just like doing the thing together and i'm like dang okay look auntie and then it was like I start I start seeing you like slowly declining like once you got in that relationship. And I'm like, dang, like, nah, man, this ain't good for auntie. But it's just like, you know, you sometimes you got to let people. It's like, man, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a kid, so I can't really like convey it to you like in its full entirety for you to understand. Like, auntie, I'm seeing what's going on and this is not the healthiest thing for you. And I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you remember uh, shortly after that, you was in a hospital for like six months in a coma. So mm-hmm. what, like, what is your feelings behind that? Like, how do you feel? Like, what do you feel like happened in that time frame? Like, I
1: feel like something happened to me that I think that God had stopped me for something. Mm-hmm. When I went through what I went through as far as my penis are broken and I'm being in the hospital a whole year and I'm fighting for my life that whole year. I, I think God was stopping me from something. Something was probably getting ready to happen to me, and he had to sit me down. And when I say he sent me down, he started me all the way over mm-hmm. from a baby, from, like, not walking. I had learned how to walk, talk, eat, everything, think, um, everything, just the whole life, dress, everything, bathe from A to D. It was a whole process. And I'm still, I was doing better, but I fell back in the slump because I don't got that, well, you know, um, I don't got complacent yeah. and comfortable. And I've been, you know, talking to my doctor, so I'm, I'm on a new path to something different. I don't want to say too much about that, but I'm working on it. Yeah. I, I see the where i'm going it is not a good path yeah you know you gotta have the
0: vision though and that's not good
1: because i'm finding myself going back to where i just nothing that ain't a good picture yeah Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm
0: saying like i see i'm like dang like auntie going back that way and i was like Mm -hmm. oh god like this is something that like like damn it like the claims of life in the first place so Mm -hmm. i was just like okay i know that it has to be something, because people mm-hmm. don't just just fall back in a place like that dark for no apparent reason. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, i was just like it has to be something, and I could tell like it's still certain stuff that you probably think about. that's probably mm-hmm. not like uh not so present in your mind, but in your unconscious I don't mind. Know, like I'm you gonna be honest with, with you. I feel
1: like I feel... Not I failed as a person because. I had a successful life to me. You I did. feel like I failed myself as an individual for it. I had a good career. Yeah. But because of lack of not properly taking care of yourself, even the right foods are just falling suit because I had, did, I lost a lot of weight, but I didn't do or follow the plan that I should have had. I allowed myself to go back to that old Chris, yeah, and it it didn't help me. It hindered me. Yeah. So now I'm in another. I'm back in another situation that I got to get out of because I don't want to go back down that same path. So I'm I'm doing little processes now. I don't really drink drinks like that. Yeah. So I'm cutting out things. Slowly at a time. I, I'm not one of the type of people I could just take away something like that. I, I don't do real well like that because yeah. I go back to it. I have to have steps. To what so I do. that's what
0: I'm saying. Like, and I tell people that all the time. And I think like in the black community, we need to do a better job in making sure that we take care of ourselves, our mm-hmm. body, not just for us the doctor's part, but far as our nutrition part. And mm-hmm. um, even when people are trying to wing themselves off certain stuff, me personally um as y'all know i just got my personal training certification but we're not gonna talk about that but um just trying to give people alternatives to start off with Mm -hmm. so that way you're getting the healthy alternatives and that helps you turn the corner of eventually cutting it out but a lot of people think you just go cold turkey and that's not the proper way to do it so when you find these alternatives it really helps you to be like okay cool now i can see it's the healthier side to the point where. You may eventually get to the point where you don't need it anymore, but oh, that's what I say. Well, like we need to do a better job in far as uh, um, the nutrition side and the mental health of you know what I'm saying of the situation because we do a bad job because we just like okay eat what you want to eat like you know as long as it tastes good and sometimes the stuff that tastes good is not always good for you.
1: It's not good for you.
0: you love to smell good well i know i love to smell good and if you do you should go visit laveda house of smells y'all she has the best soap ever y'all it's handmade it's customizable and it's a black-owned business yes it's black on so i recommend y'all to go over to Lavetta house of smells y'all i got this one soap from her this one time and it had my hands so freaking soft like my hands felt like a baby y'all but it should well have done and i'm out and don't forget to go to better house of smells
1: Like eating vegetables, but I have done better because I know that eating healthy vegetables, the right vegetables, and cooking them the proper way is more healthier for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So now I want to pivot a little bit and go to another uh, what's the name? So recently um, you had you lost two people, um, which is your dad um, and your uncle Derek. So, I know that had to be a lot for you to experience, like, that loss, like, back to back. Um, and, like, my heart goes out to you. Um, you know, we always talk about this, but I just know, like, they were very important to you, especially your dad. And, like, just give them a little insight about how that made you feel. Like, knowing where, like, you lost your dad and that was somebody that, like, it was just you and him for the longest.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, let me... Okay, I'm gonna talk about Derek first. Okay, Derek was my first cousin. We had our moms was sisters. My cousin Derek was like my other other lead, my other help. I could talk to him. He would call me every morning. Oh, worse than sometimes, but I missed that. (laughs) I missed that phone call. He would call me every morning. Big Jews, what you doing? Come on, Derek, I ain't doing that. Wake up, baby. And he will always make me laugh. We will always laugh and talk about everything. We hung out a lot, you know. We we just did a lot. I really miss him. I think the latter part of his his life where he was really going through it. I my car was down so I wasn't able really to really help him. But I could talk to him on the phone, and I would pray for him. But I really miss my cousin, you know. But I know he with the Lord, and the Lord needed him more than I did. It it was hurting. You know, that was my best friend. Um, We shared a lot of secrets. We shared a lot of good laughs. We shared a lot of good talks. You know, it's still the day I sit somewhere and I think about him, and I just start laughing, and sometimes I cry. You know, Mm. but to lose, you know, it's like a best friend, a cousin, a brother. That kind of hurt me. I, 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 it it, it was a real clip. Yeah. So that was that was my dog. That was my road dog. You know, even my leg sometimes when I can stand somewhere. I get a big girl, I do it for you. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> yeah. you know, that that was my dog. That was my running mate. That was my partner. And I really miss him to this day. Sometimes I when I go out and I go somewhere, I'll be like, dang, I can't get up and say, There, I need you to ride with me, dog. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I can't get that phone call no yeah. more. Wake me up, and I'd be like, shit, get there. Early in the morning, he ain't
0: you know. <laughs> See that's the I that's the thing, that, you Auntie. Know, you had the same relationship little, that I have on Cuda.
1: <laughs> the little thing, yeah. What you think about and, and now that you think back on you be like, dang, man, I wish I would would have did a lot of things different You know, those days where I just didn't want to move. I shouldn't just yes. got on up, and been like, let go, dog, you know. <laughs> but you know, that be life. You yeah. know, and uh, that 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 took a lot out of me. It was, it was very hard and it's still hard today because every time i open up my phone right, when i yeah. tell you it ain't a picture only i don't see my kids yeah. it's either me and him or it's either him cutting up drinking doing something <laughs> and it make me laugh i said dang dog you gone and i still see you
0: <laughs> exactly so that's how i felt that's how i felt about uncle cooter like that was mm-hmm. my dog like we went everywhere like his kids they knew him but they didn't know him the way I did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't and know
1: yeah. like his
0: struggles. They didn't they didn't see him when he had fun. Like a lot of yeah. stuff they weren't around to experience. So when he died, I was like, God, leave, bro. This is
1: this is though. some
0: more yeah. other stuff. And they like they seen Cootie, they seen me, yeah. and so I yeah. was like, dang, this is and you know this he be is like, crazy. Come on, clothes, yeah, you, he like yeah. and get drunk and to go to sleep inside the car, And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. He'll come in in a minute. So uh-huh. I was like, dang. And I felt that even with Uncle Tyrone, it was the same thing. And I was like, dang, mm-hmm. bro. They're missing so so many like males that was like a very They're important part of my life. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like to me, even with Uncle Tyrone, like him always spitting wisdoms, him just mm-hmm. being there, like that was that was even when my dad wasn't there. Even yeah, when my he, dad he did come around, yeah. my uncle was still there. We were yeah. still having talks every day. He might mm-hmm. cuss me out sometimes, and I might be like, hey, uh, I don't want to hear it. But it mm-hmm. was just like that. Um, he still had that male
1: influence. Yeah. And,
0: like- and then it's like, then losing granddaddy, all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. And I was like, even him, we used to be sitting on the couch cussing each other out for hours. And I'm like, yeah. dog, this is my dog. Everybody, why you talk to your granddaddy like that? Oh, yeah. I ain't nobody stunning old ass fart. And that was just what <laughs> we used to do. So I can understand exactly where you're coming from. And then... Yeah. um the loss of your dad and i can understand i can really feel for you Mm -hmm. because i know when my dad died exactly Mm -hmm. what i went through i went through a lot of different emotions and there was a lot of stuff i didn't know how to like explain and so that's what helped that's what like really made me unpack everything even down Mm -hmm. to the relationships i had with other people when my dad died and so I can understand, I like my heart is I was like when I they told me about it, I was like, oh my God. I was like, dude, you can't tell me this just happened. I like, I already know what's going on and this is yeah, this is the tipping point right now. Yeah.
1: This uh the loss of my dad is a is a is still a a void. Yeah. It's a uh, hurt and I have to continue to Pray every day. I miss him so, so, so very much. But <laughs> what? What? Um. I miss my dad because my dad was like my mother and my father. Mm-hmm. My dad came and got me when I was twelve. I was wild. I was book wild. <laughs> <laughs> I was wild. I was book wild. And it, it takes a lot for a man to come and get a child. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? And, father. And, and and put that child in his home and raise them. Yeah. My dad raised me. You know, he, he he did his thing too, but he was there for me. He raised me. And I will always respect my father because my dad told me, he told me this story a uh, long time ago when I was growing up, he said, you know, your mama when she was passing, he said she wanted to see me. And she pulled me in the room. and They pulled me in the room back there with her. And she told me, she said, do me one thing. She said, make me a promise that you'll take care of my baby. And I could say my dad did that all the way till I was 50. It wasn't nothing that I couldn't ask my dad for. And it was nothing that my dad wouldn't do for me. When I tell you, um, you need to value your parents. I don't care if y'all have arguments. I don't care if y'all can't get along. Try to mend it some kind of way. Because when they gone, they gone. There ain't yeah. no do-overs. You know, yeah. you can't go back and change nothing. Me and my dad, we didn't have a bad relationship. Now, we didn't get along sometimes. <laughs> you know, I can remember he, that. He, he, he was a yeah. You know, he word, he had to be the last one to say anything. He had to be the one to be right all the time. He had to have a last word. And he wanted to dictate everything. He won't dictate you can
0: be driving. He got to tell you how to drive. You can't go drive yourself. That was glad. That was
1: glad all the way. He wants you to go. You know what I'm saying? You can't, but then I want, Uh-uh, uh-uh. listen, now trying to so tell you where to go now. Okay. There <laughs> go. That was glad. <laughs> you know, me and my dad, you know, we, I think I feel a lot better within the last year of my dad, because I was able to talk to him more. I got the side of my dad I never seen. My dad was passionate. It took my dad a long time to say I love you. I knew he loved me. But he wasn't the type to say I love you. You say words. I and I think as the years grew, he started saying it, you know, it just it was hard in the beginning <laughs> but you know because he wouldn't he would live you know he didn't say he didn't love you but you know he it was, my dad showed emotions a different way yeah but at the end my dad was able to talk to me and I'll never forget we were going down 7 he said Chris he said I, I know you you gonna be the one he said you gonna be the one that gonna be crying and, and, and just acting up He said, I'm finna tell you, I'm okay, baby. He said, Mm -hmm. and more. He said, God God gave me a good, blessed life. He said, I'm good with it. He said, I don't make my means with God. I ain't afraid to die. He said, whatever happened, gonna happen. He said, I'm good with it. That gave me comfort. I was crying, though. I was crying. Wait, I'm on time. I was crying. I was crying like he was going down 25. <laughs> he was going down my eyes. I'm telling you. He was like, don't cry, baby. I said, Mm-mm. I ain't ready for you to go yet. He said, baby, it ain't your call. When God ready for me, I got to go. Yeah. My dad, let me tell you. I, I, loot is a, is a beast. But my dad beat it. My dad might have beat it to live, but he beat it and died. Because mm-hmm. my dad never complained. If he were hurt, you never knew it. We would be my dad eight to ten hours. sometimes from morning to night, I never heard my dad cry. I never heard him say he was in pain. He just chilled. He was juggling.
0: Yeah.
1: He never cried. He never complained about old oh, law. I'm in pain. Oh, Lord, I'm going to die. None of it.
0: Yeah.
1: It was just like, he was just, you know, or He was just tired. And as I got to talk to him, I was able to accept. I hadn't accepted him being gone, but I was able to breathe a little better.
0: Yeah.
1: I I cried. Don't get me wrong. I I cried often. Sometimes I've been a child. I just saw boohoo i do because i miss him yeah i miss him so much and he picture right here in my living room sometimes i'm telling you, one day it was so funny <laughs> god don't get me from here i was seeing, i smell
0: weed i turned right i know you ain't smoking in my house <laughs> <laughs> oh but,
1: hey dog. Nah. but that was funny because it was my neighbor smoking but you know everybody know my dad loved weed. oh yeah he
0: know that weed <laughs> he was telling my grandma he said yeah he said jack you know, uh, God made. Did what God was telling them to stay away from right here in the, in the garden. I was like, "You what?" He's like, "Yeah, I, they he was telling them to stay away from the weed bush. There was no
1: apple."
0: <laughs> I said, "Green is crazy."
1: I was in the hospital, and your, my daddy and your grandma had the big argument about that weed. Uh-huh. Ooh, that was funny. Ooh, ooh, oh, ooh Mama Jack got mad with him. Ooh, <laughs> they were foolish Well, it, it, it ain't that wrong with it. Mama said, yes, dear. Listen, no, it ain't. It came from the earth. Yeah. Mama said, God said it wasn't it went right. He said, well, he produced it. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up. Damn. I think your mama was so mad when
0: she said she just looked at and rolled her Oh, you know, Grandma Grandma, she ain't playing that. She don't want to hear that oh, about her Lord. She don't want to hear that
1: about the Lord. Uh-uh. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, I I do I and I have to um I have this group that I go to. Okay. that is That it's called um Mecca
0: is um it's about like um grief, like grief or something.
1: Yeah, it's like black women. You know how black women, we don't really talk about our problem. Mm-hmm. A lot of black women, we don't talk about our problem. We keep a lot of stuff held in. Yeah, We we'll don't hold it in, we'll, we'll just deal with it quietly. We never talk to nobody. So in this group, you able to excel. You able to talk in a safe space. You know what I'm saying? And not be judged. We all said it when we get there. There's no judgment, you know. You know, I'm just, I'm just speaking. This is what I'm going through. You know, I just want to tell somebody. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in a space where I'm not. Don't you? Don't judge me. Exactly. We're we not here to judge nobody. We're here to help. We're here to build up. Yep. You know,
0: and that's what we so, we need more of those type of situations.
1: Yeah, it's a good it's a good thing because we you know. Black women have been known to be trenches. You know, it's it's very rare you see a lot of people to help each other. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's hard to find a good friend. I don't care what you say. If you got a good friend, if you got to hold on to them, cause it's hard to find. Them. Yep. It's hard to find somebody they're gonna be with you when you up
0: and when you and down.
1: Be with you when you down. Now, when you
0: got money, you got... You know what I'm saying? People do really go through stuff, and people don't mind sharing their stories. But I know, like, for us, black women don't talk about the stuff they're going through, and a lot of times they mask it. Even black men, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And a lot of times you're not good. A lot of times you're going through stuff like you can't even explain, but we don't allow anybody a chance to get in to know exactly what we're going through because we're afraid that somebody may judge us. Um, um, our culture um, is too proud. Yeah, and and it's very like proud, oh, We always say, we
1: always feel like we gotta be so strong. Of, they gonna label me. Who cares? Exactly. Maybe if you talk to somebody, it'll stop you from killing somebody.
0: Yep. And I'm gonna tell you like if you this:
1: talk to somebody, you won't walk around to be so bitter.
0: Yeah, and I would tell Maybe like you, this: you, I you like I didn't know like I was so skeptical and um. How you said, I was so reluctant to do this podcast because that was one of the things I was thinking. like I don't want people to judge me or to think like I'm less than a man because I'm going through I'm going through things or I'm going through mental things. And so once God decide um has been like working on me and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, God, I really don't want to do it because this is very vulnerable. And certain stuff that I'm going to talk about, like I'm still going through, but I was like, okay, God, I'm just going to trust in you and just put it out there. You know what I'm saying? And just hope that, you know what I'm saying? Like get people to listen to it or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, And that's the reason why I didn't want to do it. Cause you know, like they want men to be so strong and everything is calibrated when it come down to a man, every, his whole worth and everything is confided in money and that is the that is his overall worth. So now well, I'm redefining they, it for people like men worth is not just in money. It's who they are. It's their morals, is their is
1: characteristic, their morals. Yeah. They they there's there's it being strong I mean just being strong. Yeah. Being supportive. You know men get weak. They need to talk to people. Yeah. And that's why when you marry a person we I think dating need to be it need to be a, a dating on one on one because if you get to know a lot of people that you deal with, you won't be in situations that you in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If we learn to learn a person and give it time to know a person, then you'll know what you really getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. A lot of people they jump into love because it's um, sexual. Yeah, it makes you feel good. But when it feels good well, don't, you yeah. don't even like that person no
0: more. Exactly, and so that's so what it was. Stuck with
1: somebody you don't like,
0: and that's why I try to tell people like, pay attention to the signs. And a lot yeah. of time we be so caught up in the in the love in the the with that person and their appearance and all that kind of stuff that we look past the mm-hmm. actual signs that let them know like run like hell. This is not the person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we 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 go into those situations. Until mm-hmm. it's too late, then we like, dang, I should have just left this mud truck alone. But by oh, that it's time, it's too personal. late. Like
1: when when that's why I'm sorry. Now that I'm older, I don't got the look. Little- the
0: player out of me. <laughs> Girl, please. Girl, please. you going to be a player to you D.I.E. You feel me? No, he got no timid boost, so you good. <laughs> <laughs> and you no, know, if they see me now, they, they she she's your number
1: up Now I feel sorry.
0: And she's the guy who's my grandma. We look, be Auntie, look, I, would be, I ain't going to cap you down, right? So I oh. see the picture of you. Oh. I see the picture of you on, on Facebook. I told my mom, I said, I said, damn, auntie likes somebody to grow. <laughs> <laughs> auntie, like, she tried to get a little young boy some of that input. They're like, nah, that's all right, auntie. I don't Nobody, want <laughs> <laughs> this.
1: They,
0: they come in as a step granddad already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop searching. Yep. Let it burn. And it. work on you.
1: And work on me. See, I'm going to tell you, God ain't going to send me nobody yet. I already know that. Because I, I I ain't working on me yet. Mm-mm. I ain't ready yet. He, he already done told me. I'm not going to send you nobody because you can't work with nobody like that. Yep. You got to get yourself right first. So I send you who I'm going to
0: send you. Yeah. Yo, I ain't going to send you no anything. And you got to be careful with that because you start to accept certain things that's not mm-hmm. something that you will, will accept. If you was at your best self. So that's the thing that you got to be very careful about. And you got to be careful because you want your partner to look at you five years down the line, 10 years down the line, and look at you as like, damn, this motherfucker, don't miss. This motherfucker's still looking good. That's the way you want your partner to look at you. Not look at you like, why the hell did I chew this mother trucker? Yeah, Mm -hmm. this ain't about nothing, And so... We gotta be careful about that. So yeah, you can't yeah, never get too yeah. comfortable and get outside yourself, and the yeah. very reason why they was attracted to you in the first place.
1: Yeah, and the thing about that is too, like I said, I know I, I gotta do a lot, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's not an easy journey for me because I, I get a little hard hit. I fall off. Mm-hmm. I don't feel lost so many times, but. Mm-hmm. It's about living now. I got I got a purpose, and I got a plan. Because God, God let me live for a reason. He had a yep. purpose for me being here. I already know that because he could have took me away. I'm here for a purpose. I know he brought me here because he kept me here for a purpose. He took me through a lot, but he brought me here for a purpose, so I'm here for a purpose.
0: Mm-hmm. And you got a why, Auntie. You got Allison. That's your why yep. right there. Yeah. And, yep. and that's the one thing, like, when you get to those moments when you're, mm. like, trying to be hard-headed, that's one thing yeah. you got to tap back into. Because even with yeah. me, like, when I get to those moments, I'm like, like I'm ready to give up. Or I don't want to do it. Or this, and the other. Like, I have to tap back into who I'm mm. really here for. My why is my kids. Yeah. Whether I don't see one of them or not, like, my why is my kids. And that's when I have to tap back into, like, yeah. this is what I need to be doing. And so, even with me, I had to go on this journey where I had to stay away from certain people and certain Mm -hmm. energy just because god like no this is gonna bring you down this is gonna Mm -hmm. this is gonna cuff you to the point where you're gonna feel paralyzed again Mm
1: -hmm. Where you're gonna
0: be in that state where you can't do anything and this person want to contain you this person want to basically lock you down keep Mm -hmm. away all your gifts and just have Mm -hmm. you just in one state so with that being said it was a lot of relationship that i had to take and like you know what you look good baby but uh yeah i'm I'm good because i got to stay on this path that god got me on and it was just like it, it was like god telling me like you need to go to a place where you start doing your healing but i also need you to administer to that healing to other people and so that sounds like man this has to happen for a lot of people just Mm -hmm. to get them to a certain point so we can learn how to heal we can learn how to adjust and we can learn how to not be afraid of solitude and get Mm -hmm. to a place where that's when we get quiet we hear god's voice
1: the first first step is healing is loving yourself that's right and you can love somebody else you ain't gonna take nothing else
0: yep and you can love somebody in that purest form and you can allow them to be them And that point, you won't be trying to you can it can be organic and you won't be trying to control the whole situation to manipulate it. You have to let God place his hand on it. And that relationship will flourish how it it has to. That was one of the points that I was trying to get to your brother. And I was like, dude, like, let her be who she is. Experience her. Don't try to possess her because that's not love. Love, in no way, shape, form, or fashion have I ever seen that love is possession. Love is not possession.
1: If I gotta control you, I don't need you. Exactly. (laughs) That's too much right
0: there. Exactly. And that's why I was like, dang, bro, you gotta bring yourself out of it. And I've had a conversation with him that has been um, very on the progression side of everything, like trying to get him to see exactly where he fell short now what i will say about you is that you are starting to be more um you have you have developed the sense of to self-assess now and so mm-hmm. that's what i love and i just like i pray that this go on like just keep Yeah, i sit down i got a journal now oh you journaling now yeah I, I hey now. okay and i and
1: write down stuff to so see when you write down things, you see it better.
0: Yes. That's baby, even with finances and all.
1: I have baby goals. My baby, after I finish my baby goal, I move to the next step. But I try to stick to my goal. Mm-hmm. I try to make sure I'm, I'm taking back stuff. Because everything is a But I write it down. Mm-hmm. See, for me, because I got older. <laughs> I, I write stuff down, I can finally do it better. That's what writing my bills, what managing yeah. my money. Even after that, I said, okay, you know
0: what? Write it down so you can see I it. I got to
1: change some things. I'm here, I'm like, look, now something happened. Now I, I got, I ain't, you know, my dad gone, ain't got that back on no more. Mm-hmm. I got good friends, but it's nothing like your parents. Yeah. So now I got to do a whole adjustment. Yeah. So guess what? If it don't get done and if I don't do right, I, I ain't, I can't, ain't nobody got money like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's, it's, I, I ain't got my room for failure. You know, I, it's me Lord Lord Lord's okay with you. I'm going to give you one more chance, but you got to
0: do it right. That's for sure. So, mm-hmm. and that's what I say, like, you, you are developing the, the ability to self-assess. And so...
1: Yeah, that, that's the first... That's,
0: that's going to be first, always the great like, thing.
1: That's the first lesson of getting self-right. Yep. You got you to gotta find out where your mistakes at and how to correct where you at. See, my mistake is now I gotta get back active. Yep. Because me just sitting here, I'm just getting bigger. And if I don't watch it, I'll find myself on six hundred pound life today where I'm gonna go. I don't wanna be cooking in no bed. I don't eat no some eight eggs, but I will eat four pieces of bacon.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, all seriousness is the thing I do have to change. And a lot of things and Alice has been talking, and I see an aspect on her speaking to me as a child for her mother, and what she values for me to do, and what she wants me to do better mm-hmm. for myself.
0: And we also got to take in that. We always have to take that into account because <laughs> a, a child, um, they want the best for you. Um, yeah. They want to see certain stuff, and a lot of times I think like we. Us as parents, we take it as though, like, they want to have their way or whatever the case may be. But sometimes it's just like, this is, this will help them to develop better when we become better. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I think is, I think is the greatest thing uh, by you being able to listen to her and you're being more open to hearing her voice. So that way it's not where the only voice that you hear is yours. So that would help you like, dang, I need to, this is something I need to do because my I'm hindering my baby
1: at the same mm-hmm. time. And I have to apologize for her too because my child is does a lot more, you know, and I, a lot of things she has put in the place of adult and she shouldn't even have to do. Yeah. but I need to do better for myself. You
0: know
1: what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I find that I, I've been seeing her and I'm saying, okay, great. You gotta change some things. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're, you going back. You, you are going forward, but you don't want all that ground to Yep. And that ain't good. You know, you got, you got to do something different. Okay, yeah, you're doing better. You got your own place here. You're doing good, you're kind of managing you here. you're doing better. okay, but still, that
0: well, you still key still factor. Yep. You
1: know, you can't, and you got, you got, you got to be around. You know what I'm saying? I got got to do something different. I
0: got to do something different. You got to, auntie, because, I mean, this is, like, you don't want anything to take you away from your child, especially when that is a gift from God. And, you know what I'm saying, coming from a person that, you know, that wanted a child for so long, and now that you're in that position, like, you have to to take and cherish those moments because certain moments you won't get back. And that's what I had yeah. to understand, even as being a father, like, and that was what helped me be a better father to my kids. Yeah. So is because I understand. Like, they can't, can't point, get their moment back. And I don't so, want my kids to, yeah. I don't want my ki- me to die and my kids like, I really didn't know my father like that.
1: Mm-hmm. And And the most, the, the best love that you can give to your child is communication.
0: Yep. That,
1: but when you talk Yep. They, that's what they look for. That's why kids tend to gravitate to the street though, to anybody that's listening to them. They don't really have people to listen to them. Children like to be heard. Yep. So you have to listen to them.
0: And so that's why I'm, I'm very careful with my kids too, is mm-hmm. not telling them like, "Damn, bro, go ahead, I don't, don't want to hear that." Because at the same mm-hmm. time they don't they probably it probably don't make any sense to us but to them it uh-huh. makes some sense the way they bring it up as a conversation piece so yeah. i just try to listen to them and just like okay yup papa and if i don't know the information i'm gonna go and look it up and he's that like, how you know that because i looked it up but i ain't gonna tell you that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it may it make you value them when it come down to their thoughts because you don't never yeah. want them to think like if I do have a serious problem then I'm bringing it to my mom or my dad and they mm-hmm. just like, bro, go ahead. I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's amazing that you do that, though. And yeah. I've seen, like, y'all, y'all relationship really flourish over the years, but it's just, like, certain stuff I know that needs to happen that will mm-hmm. help her to become a well-rounded adult, but also get her to understand, like, just because they are adults don't mean they don't want to listen or they don't want to understand mm-hmm. you. So... Yeah. I mean, you're doing a great job on that, on that front, but I just need you to do a little better job on that nutritionist side so that yeah, way you I can been, be I've a little bit more. I said, No,
1: oh, I've been looking at my Facebook page. I saw people sitting there and be like, What the hell happened?
0: Grandmama, yeah, grandmama. It was so funny
1: because we were in the store. I said, Lord, I got to get my hands on that. But you know, financially, I, I wasn't where I was at. because,
0: yeah actually
1: my risk on one of them so these
0: will are kidding me. yeah but i gotta find a way where i can do uh self-help and self-care for myself still because yeah. mm-hmm. um like that was another reason for me losing the weight that i did and me standing in the gym because i love for my kids to look at me like i'm superman like, mm-hmm. like can't nobody beat my daddy like uh-huh. my dad is the freshest my daddy is this and my daddy is that, and i love that like that response that i get from my kids so Mm -hmm. that was one of the things i like bro i gotta stay on this path i gotta stay working out i gotta stay in the gym and it's just a different, it's just a different place when i'm able to coach them and they're able to see like not only my dad able to tell me what to do but Mm -hmm. this guy really can still do it so that to me that's that's everything and it makes me feel great just to do those type of things with them and to get the reaction that I get from them. Even I go to their school, they like, dang, your daddy big. Your daddy mm-hmm. like stay in the gym. He's like, yeah, my daddy always be in the gym. So it's like just to have that humble brag for my kids is, mm-hmm. is everything to me. So
1: And they look up to you. Do you yep. mm-hmm.
0: And that's, that's one thing that I, you know what I'm saying, pride myself on. So mm-hmm. I, I kid you not, auntie. Like you are amazing. I want you to keep going, whatever you're doing, and just stay doing what you're doing. If you ever need, like, to reach out to me, talk to me, whatever. You know, I'm always available. Um, but I just need you to get to a place where you start taking care of yourself. I understand you you put out a lot for your daughter, but it's just like now you still have to take some time for yourself and get Chris right.
1: If you're right, she gonna
0: be right always.
1: Yeah. I said, you don't tell off, girl you got this book. Yeah, that is not you. not do I look back at my picture at work. I'm like, oh Lord, I got to get, I got to be right. I can't. Uh-uh. Ain't everybody gonna look at me and gonna be like, oh, uh-uh. <laughs> old man, we be older. Oh Lord, I'm in the. <laughs> Don't,
0: don't be looking like the old man is man like my grandmama now <laughs> like oh she used to be the finest thing like no grandma then grandma was always manly nah <laughs> so tell you just get back to taking care of yourself auntie and you yeah. know i love you like i mean you are a light in your personality like and i just want people to see like your inner beauty and yeah. how i see you i don't see you as just like oh okay like you know That's just my little Mm -hmm. fat auntie. You know what I'm saying? I see you as like, dang, auntie come in the room and she light the room up. She got a good conversation. She's very intelligent. And she can like, you know what I'm saying? She can really make somebody day. So that's what I want people to see. So. I just want to tell you that, and auntie, I love you. Thank you for the interview. Um, I love you too, sweetie.
1: That <laughs> you. you put my bad piece on it. Oh,
0: God. But auntie, I love you, auntie. I'm going to go ahead and go take it in tonight. And-
1: All right, baby.